welcome, 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 one and all, to episode 56, 56 of the Hillcrest Duo Broadcast, not broadcasting, podcasting and recording on Saturday, February 18th, 2017. I am your host for this week, and I, Brad Risto, and Outsider Brad, and of course I'm joined by my co-host, Metal John. And I am on Twitter at Metal John Radio. I'm also on Instagram, too, Metal John Radio. I have an Instagram. I don't use it as I flubbed my way through that opening, but I'm, we're here. So we're here. We're, we're happy, and everything is great right now. And you got the year right. I was just thinking that I'm wondering if I missed up any recent podcast and said 2016. Well, if we you did, I, if you did, I didn't call you out on it. So I yeah. don't think you did because I'm the kind of jerk that would do that. This week, we're not going to do our regular thing and look at um, uh, television shows. We're going to do that again next week. But this week, we wanted to get out ahead of the game. We got our Oscar ballot. See, this is my Oscar ballot. That's right. The Oscars will be on Sunday, February Sunday, the 26th, Sunday, the 89th Sunday. Academy Awards. Jimmy Kimmel is hosting the Academy Awards. Uh, I wish him share, luck. We're going to share our thoughts and our picks for who we think is going to win and who... Probably right. I do want to make win. one small note before we get get out. It is February seventeenth. I've started seeing things um uh, trickle out for Logan, the next um uh, big superhero movie. It's getting awesome reviews. Really? IGN.com gave it a nine point seven. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I am excited about seeing that. And just the subheading was the last stand, which obviously doesn't bode well for poor old Logan, but. Um, I think most people have put two and two together that this might be Hugh Jackman's last go as Logan. But if it's his send-off, if it's the movie that people have been waiting for Logan slash Wolverine to have, I'm more than I'm, uh, happy to welcome it into this world. What kind of funeral would you have for, for Logan if he died? Hmm, well, like what is the proper some uh, cheap funeral? whiskey and cigars, I guess. I mean, would you put him like on a raft? And light it on fire, oh. kind of like something you would do on like Game of Thrones. Hmm. Or do you give them like the whole like uh, the Superman burial uh, I did... from Batman versus Superman? Nah, I'm gonna do go do something even weirder. I'm sending him out into space out of Star Trek. He Cremate. was the most human. Here's my thought: you cremate him. <laughs> yes. But obviously, his metal claws won't cremate. So it'll be just a pile of ashes with the metal claws. Yep, yep. Boom. And then you put the claws in a museum. The the skeletal system. The Smithsonian. The Smithsonian. Okay, it is the 89th Academy Awards. Well, how do you um, feel about Jimmy Kimmel hosting it? Let's talk about Jimmy Kimmel. You know what? Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel he's kind of a milk toast um, late night host. He obviously hasn't been as edgy or... As edgy as some of the people going right now, he's trying to appeal to. He's he's fit, fit into that Jay Leno role quite well of um trying to get everyone to be happy. Yeah, no, he. I think he does a great. I actually went to a Jimmy Kimmel taping years ago. When I went to a taping, Daniel Day Kim was the um was one of the guests, mm-hmm. and Daniel Day Kim at the time nobody knew who he was, but I did because he was on a little show called Lost. Oh. And I was excited because I was a big fan of that show, so I was watching, you know, Jin from Lost. Uh, and Tommy Lee was a guest, and Tommy Lee did a musical performance. But uh, that was a, a very funny show to be, you know, at a live taping of. I've watched 
You know, oh, wait, no, I like about the late night shows? Wait, no, I like Jimmy Kimmel. It's Fallon that's the one that's um, uh, trying to um, be, get yeah. everyone. I That's my bad. I screw, screwed up my Jimmy's. Yeah, so Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, no. He's, he's got he, some really funny bits he does. Yes, he's like, a... I, he's, he, He's not quite as um, on the cutting edge as, um, say, like um, Seth Meyers or Colbert is yeah. right now, but he's at that. Um, he's as far as a regular guy can go and uh, still be um, uh, try and present himself I to mean, everyone. Let's face it; he's a stand-up comedian doing a a late night show, and he's yes. been very successful at it. And he's got some really funny bits he does. His um, feud with um, Damon and Affleck uh, uh, is the that, best thing he has going. And that's what I do love about these late night shows is I'm not a guy to sit and watch late night shows, but if there's a great clip and I hear about it on Twitter, I can just go watch it. His feud with those two is great. <clears throat> Colbert has been great of recent weeks. Everything late night comedy has been spot on. Yeah. Well, they got a lot of material. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so and, um, and I'm uh, sure we're gonna have a lot of material come. Academy Award time, uh, and I'm excited to see Jimmy Kimmel do it. So we'll uh, we'll see how he goes. But uh, uh, so how do we want to go about this? We want to just kind of go from the big one on down. To... Yeah, let's just go in order. We'll talk a little bit about um, uh, some of the films. Uh, okay, because I've I... actually seen some of these now. I'm uh, caught up a bit. All right, cool. Well, let's go. Best picture. Best picture. Um, I'm going to go with the one. Go go the nominees first. Okay, the nominees are Arrival, the science fiction suspense movie. Fences, the Denzel Washington film uh, based off of a great play production. Hacksaw Ridge, Mel Gibson returning to form. Hell or High Water, the bank heist movie. Hidden Figures, the biopic of 1960s um, African Americans at NASA. La La Land, the throwback to... The old um, fashion 40s and 50s type musicals. Lion, the story of um, uh, the Indian uh, boy who gets lost and tries to find his way home. Manchester by Sea, just an emotional gut punch. And Moonlight, another emotional gut punch. Yes, and Moonlight is about a. Uh, it's a coming of age. It was billed as a coming of age movie about a young black teen in Miami, but he was struggling with homosexuality. Yes. So it's basically Brokeback Mountain in the Ghetto. Right. And <laughs> that's the byway. Okay. That's one I haven't seen yet. So that, that's why I'm, uh, when I got to that one, I'm like, oh, crap. How do I describe that one? <laughs> but uh, uh, so who do you like for best picture? I'm going with the one that you um, said was one of the best ones. It was the, one of the ones that was released early in 2016. I'm going Hell or High Water. It's going to surprise a lot of people. I don't expect it to win, but it was my favorite. So I'm going to go with it to win. Yeah, it's my favorite too, so I want it to win. Yes. Wanting something to win and and having a good idea of what's going to win is two yeah. different things. What what I agree. Based on the amount of buzz. Buzz and hype and and whatnot. La La Land is probably going to win best picture. I have a Manchester gonna, by Sea as a possible runner up um, uh, for if it's not La La Land and my second best picture was Fences by the way. Oh yeah, the Fences was great. Um Reason why I think La La Land's going to win, and I can see La La Land winning a lot of awards. I was actually talking with somebody yesterday who, same boat as me, didn't think it was a like thought it was a good movie, but it wasn't great. It wasn't it's, a fantastic right. best picture of the year type movie. But the reason why the Academy and the people who are part of the Academy and critics and why they love that movie so much is because it's that old. Jazzy, it's the throwback. It's like throwback, the artist, but set in modern time. Yes. So it's like it's basically like saying, you know what, we're gonna do singing in the rain, 
but in today's world. In the in the I was gonna say, oh my gosh, I was almost gonna say in the nineties. <laughs> I mean, because that's basically what La La Land is. It's not a love story. Nope. You don't get emotionally attached to no. any characters. You're just watching two young And you know what? As art dancing as, around in the streets and singing tunes. I mean, as art it is. it is pretty impressive. It's just not that impressive of a story. Yeah, and I actually had another conversation with a friend, and I was like, you know, I probably would have liked the movie better if it wasn't for the Ryan Gosling-Emma Stone duo. I don't know why, but it's just because they're in movies together too much. Well, Stop putting them together. They like, like each other. Maybe maybe you have a different male lead, or you have a different female lead. And, right. and, and maybe my opinion changes a little bit more. But okay, but anyways, um, let's move on to the best director. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start off with best director. I'm going to butcher probably this guy's name, the, the guy from Arrival. Dennis, the new um, for Villain Arrival. By the way, speaking of Arrival, can we both agree that Arrival was not that good of a movie? Um, I think I, I it was – you know what? I think the problem with Arrival was its marketing. It was sort of like Whiskey Tango Foxtrot from a couple years ago. That was marketed as a, um, a big comedy, and it was more of this coming-of-age, middle-aged woman movie. Yep. And the problem was the marketing – yeah. If, if that movie was marketed the way it should have been, you probably have a different opinion of it. But yeah, it were, I mean, they, it was marketed as like a sci-fi alien take, coming to the planet movie, yeah. but it really wasn't that. Like there was more it, thoughts. It had more, it. more. It was dreams, more dreams. Yes. More. More. There, right, there yeah, was, whatever. There anyway, was more so, depth. Uh, and director, uh, the director of Arrival, Dennis Villeneuve, nominated Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge. Damien Chazelle for La La Land, Kenneth uh, uh, Longeren for Manchester by the Sea, and Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. A lot of these names are names we do not know except Mel Gibson, which, by the way, he's my pick to win Best Director, and I really am rooting for him to win. I love Hacksaw Ridge, one of my top ten movies of the year from our podcast uh, you know, a few weeks ago. Um, and, and Mel Gibson is, is – I, I really want him to win because – I feel like Hollywood is going to give him the short end of the stick based on all the stuff from a few years ago. Well, I, I completely agree with you. Whether I'm a, um, I think he deserves it or not is a completely different situation. But I'm going with Kenneth Longerin for Manchester by Sea to get the win. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's a good choice, too. Um, so I just don't think Mel Gibson is going to be able to be rewarded by enough of the Academy, given what his meltdown from uh, all those years ago. I mean, people do, have long memories, and what he did was downright reprehensible. Agreed. Um, I'm not. We do know the Academy, though. Just so you know, the Academy is a lot of people that are they're in the industry, they're yes. past winners, they're in the industry. So it's basically you're voting for your peers. It's yes. like think of it. I, I hate to just use this as a comparison, but same thought is it's like your high school class president. You know, it's a popularity contest for the people that know the most. Exactly. People. That's why I don't think now, Mel is going to get it just yeah, because I, of that. I, but I could also see him winning because of that. I could also see Hollywood saying, you know what? We've known this guy for so long. It's time to just – he's paid his debt. Let's just try to reward him for doing a fantastic job, which, by the way, I don't want to discredit the job he did with Hacksaw Ridge. Fantastic oh, movie. One of the best movies in years. I mean, it, it gets a little emotional at the end. With all of the interviews with you know people that are involved in it, um, I, great movie. I mean, he got mm -hmm. some great acting out of Vince Vaughn. He got some great acting out of Andrew Garfield. Although uh, the one of the movies that I hear that he's considering being an actor, and I think he should avoid, but that's completely different. The one that he's, he might do with Vince Vaughn. But let's just move on from that. <laughs> and as we want to try and um, uh, 
crank out a few more of these as we Best are actor. actually a bit short on time. It's going to go to Casey Affleck. Uh, without a doubt. Casey Affleck uh, for Manchester by the Seas, nominated for Best Actor. I would give it to him over Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge. See, I had, Denzel, I had Denzel as my number two. but I, w- I would give Denzel my number two as well. Um, Ryan Gosling, of course, nominated for La La Land. I mean, again, La La Land's got a ton of it nominations. Was a, it, was a, it was a very good um, artistic, but it's shallow. It's, yeah. This is really a two-horse race. It's going to come down to Casey Affleck or Denzel Washington, without a doubt. And I think it's going to go to Casey just because Denzel... He's already won enough. All right, so Best Actress. Here's where I'm a little behind. I have not seen four of these five movies. Um, Isabel Huppert for Elle, Ruth uh, Nega for Loving, Emma Stone for La La Land, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins. God, please no Meryl Streep. I'm so sick of her being nominated every year for whatever movie she does. Last year she was nominated for that Disney movie, which got horrible Box office. She's great. You will not um, say a dirty word against Meryl Streep. I will not allow it. I will shut your mic off, but I I didn't vote for her. I've only seen La La Land, but I don't think Emma Stone was that great in it. I'm going with Natalie. I'm rooting for Natalie. I. Jackie, I saw Jackie. Very, you saw Jackie? Was it yes. good? Yes. Oh, I enjoy it. I, I love it. Um, historic biopics. Yeah. I've been wanting to see it. I haven't seen it yet. So uh, I, I actually marked off Natalie Portman for Jackie just because, first, I'm a big fan of Natalie Portman. Second, I, I've heard she's amazing in that movie. Um, she got nominated. I, I have yeah, heard she, from some critics, though, look out for uh, Isabel Huppert for Elle. They're saying that uh, that was a pretty great performance from okay, her. Okay. She, st- she could pull off an upset. But I'm going to go with um, uh, Natalie Portman. As we move on to Best Supporting Actor, we have Marshala Ali for Moonlight. Yeah, remember, he's also from um, House of Cards. Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water. Lucas Hedges for Manchester by Sea. Dev Patel for Lion. And Michael Shannon for Zod! Na- Michael Shannon for Nocturnal Animals. My pick, my number one pick is Dev Patel, but... I also am a, see a very strong possibility of Jeff Bridges getting it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, here's where we're, we here's where my thought process first comes in. Dave Patel, great actor. He wasn't in Lion for the entire movie. He was no. only in Lion for like the last thirty minutes, but forty he minutes. He did so damn he, he good. He did in a it. great job. He, every however, frame he's in. However, he I, I think out. you got to give it to a guy who was in the duration of the movie where he's a focal point. Um, I'm picking Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water. However, I can my number that. two is gonna Marshall Ali for Moonlight. Okay, so you I and think I Moonlight's gonna get. This might be the only award Moonlight wins. Okay, well you and I are diverting there, but we both at least have Jeff Bridges, and we both agree Dev Patel did very good in his part. Moving Act- right along, Best Supporting Actors. Actress. Actress, Viola Davis for Fences. She's going to win, by the way. Naomi Harris for Moonlight. Nicole Kidman for Lion. Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures. And Michelle Williams for Manchester by Sea. If I had to pick a number two, I'd probably go with Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, but I just think it's a, um, Viola Davis's Oscar to lose. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in agreement 100%. Viola Davis, I mean, she played that role on stage and transitioned to... She's basically been playing that that's role her, her entire life. Role. That is her role. That that's like if they make a fe- feature film of Hamilton, if Lin Manuel Miranda plays Hamilton. Yeah. That's all it is. And that 
will probably happen at some point. Oh, probably. <laughs> but Viola Davis, yeah, without a doubt, hands down winner. I don't, I, I mean, maybe Octavia with an upset, but I don't see Nicole Kidman. Again, just like Dave Patel, not really in the movie for the, a long period of time. At least not long enough to warrant well, that was more, out these other. That actresses. was more of an ensemble cast for, um, uh, Hidden figures, but right. moving well, along. We still best... got some time uh, here. Let's skip over a few. Wait, wait, uh... no. We have best uh, animated feature. Oh, obviously, animated, going yes. to it's obviously going to go to Zootopia, but Moana had a strong showing. I just don't think it's going to be able to beat out Zootopia because that was the movie everybody loved. Yeah, agreed. Uh, best original screenplay. Uh, who do you like on this one? On this one, uh, out of the Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, or 20th Century Woman, I'm going to go with the uh, one to get the upset. We um, already said we liked it. I'm going with Hell or High Water. Yeah, I like Hell or High Water, but uh, uh, Manchester I don't see by La- the Sea could possibly pull off the upset there. Maybe even La La Land, mm-hmm. since it's got so many nominations. Uh, adapted screenplay, meaning, meaning it was adapted from a book, a play. Uh, yes, you know. and that's Fences. That's Fences. Um, uh, so that, if Fences wins nothing else, and it's the, it will get Best Supporting Actress, it's going to win this. I'm disagreeing. Really? I'm going Lion. Okay, well, we're going to have to... Fantastic True Story. Um, I, I loved that movie so much, and... I'm not really picking Lion to win a lot of awards, but it's it's got to get at least one or two, I'm, and this is one of them. I'm looking for a blunt object to hit you upside the head. All right. Costume design. I'll give that one to La La Land. I'm going to give that one to Fantastic Beasts. All right. Original I'm, song? Um, well, there's the, the, two from La La Land, so one of those two is probably going to win. You see, I disagree. I think this is um, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's to lose with How Far I'll Go from Moana. Ooh. He wrote that, and I just think there's so much um, uh, man, Miranda buzz, I don't think he'll lose that one. Now, best um, original score, that one is going to La La Land. Ooh. So I think best song, Moana. I, I like Lion in that one. I look, I love the score in that, so we'll see. Well, we'll see. Uh, documentary. I did not see, I've only seen um, two of these. I just think it's going to O.J. Made in America. I think because, it's going to O.J. Made in America. I because watched, that, I watched that the be- 13th, and... You should watch the 13th, Brad. I know you're into like a lot of the political stuff, mm-hmm. and that's an interesting movie about the 13th Amendment right? and um, how people feel about it. Um, obviously, it's a documentary. Very, very one-sided. Well, so you're going to watch it, and you're either going to get pissed off and shut it off, or you're going to watch it, listen to what everybody says, and say, I respectively disagree. <laughs> uh, or maybe you'll crap. watch it and say, I agree. These Every every point made in this movie is fantastic. and, and So it's, it's a okay, hate it or love it movie. Metal, be honest, do you think I'll actually end up agreeing with those people? Uh, I don't know. Thanks. You're open-minded. <laughs> Best uh, documentary, I short, I couldn't pick, so I just picked 4.1 miles because I like to run. Um, best makeup and hairstyling. Eh, I'm going to throw a bone to a, f- um, a big one. Suicide Squad. I'm going Star Trek Beyond. I want Suicide Squad so we can say Suicide Oscar-winning film, Suicide Squad. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I want to be able to put that in a sentence. Best um, production design, Fantastic Beats uh, is what, Beasts is what I was going for. Uh, best film editing. Uh, one, two, oh, three. Hexel Ridge. Hexel yeah, yeah, we're in agreement again. Yeah, just pound it out, baby. Just pound. All right. Uh, best, best cinematography. Well, that does have to go to La La Land because, like what? I said. I'm going lion again. No, man. because the cinematography in La La Land was amazing. It had a lot of the cool dance numbers. I'm going for um, uh, cinematography with La La Land. Best sound editing. It better not go to Arrival. I will say that because cinematography and Arrival, it was a green screen. Come yes. Um, best sound editing. I'm going to go Hexel Ridge again. Yep. Best. Sound mixing. I'm just going to double up and say um, uh, Hexel Ridge. No Star Wars. 
Best visual effects to Star Wars. All right. So Star Wars at least can be Oscar-winning Rogue One. Best short film, Piper, whatever. And finally, best short film, live action, La Femme, La because I just wanted to pick the foreign one. All right. And I, I think some of those short film animated live action movies, I think they do a thing at one of the theaters where you can sit and watch them all. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, best just regular foreign film. It, I'm going to go to it just because of some other things. The Salesman. Oh yeah, the salesman. I've, I've heard. I, I've heard I, great I, things, and I just hear that there's no reason anyone anyone else for that award should show up. Yeah, but there as, you go. The 80th Academy Awards, February 26, 2017. Jimmy Kimmel's going to host, and I'm I'm looking for. I, I look forward to the Oscars every year. I look. I'm forward. a nerd. I watch the red carpet on E, and and I I I I don't really care that much about the outfits and the dressings and the and the fashion talk. But I do love you how... You would wear that Batman shirt, I do love you? how annoyed a lot of actors get, because sometimes, you know, they're just... That's all they're doing is just interviewing press as they're walking the red carpet, answering the same ten questions Well, you over, get tired over, of it. I can over, blame... I over. can't blame them. And, and that's I kind of like how they give a little bit of that... Yeah, it was a great film. You know, I loved working with... Uh, you know, and then they're constantly, like, waving over the... Oh, hey. Oh, hey. And then I love... I love in the background. Like, they'll be interviewing Mel Gibson, but in the background, like, Ryan Gosling will be like... Hey, what's up, baby? He'll be like, you know, like talking to somebody else. And- you see, if that were me, I'd probably do two interviews and then I'd just walk in like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Someone gets in my way, they're going to get a freaking stunner. Well, the, dicta- the dictator Stone had the best red carpet ever. And I got to watch that live. Stone on- Cold. When the, when the dictator drops. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the dictator. Or the ashes on, on Ryan Seacrest. That was <gasps> uh, okay. the funniest red carpet thing ever. And that was worth watching red carpet coverage for three hours before the show to see that moment. So maybe okay. we'll get another moment. This has been episode 56 of the Hillcrest Duo. I am Brad Risto, at Outsider Brad on Twitter. He is Metal John. At, at Metal, Metal John, John Radio, Radio on, Twitter. on Twitter. Thank you very much. We will be back next week with a regular show right here on the Hillcrest Duo.